Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of The Poseidon Adventure. I watched the second half of The Poseidon Adventure. And this is is the the other other half. Happy New Year's! Oh, we didn't even count down for we didn't that. Count down. That was all natural, baby. That was perfect. We just knew. Oh, what to natural. Do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, happy 2022. 22. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully, this year is uh, better than the last two years. Yeah. But we'll no, see. I'm not gonna keep my hopes up. But, no. Not but at all. you know, I can hope for the best. You know what? I don't think we're gonna wind up in a cruise ship anytime soon. No. And, that's uh, true. <laughs> yeah. And if we do, it hopefully it doesn't go down. I hope. I mean, we're recording this beforehand, but I guarantee our New Year's Eve is gonna be better than this New Year's Eve. You think so? Uh, but we'll see. I'll see. <laughs> I, I hope our house doesn't get turned upside down or well, some shit. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be crazy. That would be nuts. Uh, so yeah, so we are running out of New Year's movies, yeah, as you can see, because we're talking about this fucking movie, which I don't think has anything to do with New Year's. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, no, it does have a lot. To oh, do it with does. New Year's. Yeah, it takes place during New Year's. Oh, is that it? It's a pretty big part of the first half of the movie. Okay, because you know what happens after disaster hits? Holidays don't fucking matter. <laughs> you're not gonna think about like that is the end of the year. You're not gonna think about Christmas anymore. You're thinking about surviving. That is true. You're and... not gonna. It just doesn't matter at that point. But no, it's a big. It's most of the movie of my half is all about people hyping up for New Year's. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I was like, this is a great movie to pick. Like, this is, <laughs> we hit it, we I hit was, it right on the head. See, I guess I just wasn't able to enjoy any of this stuff because I was like, you know, I was I, I was seeing all the aftermath yeah, of just people just like crawling through dirty people crawling through a dirty ship yeah. filling with water. I'm like, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> um it, you know, it's similar to how I would say it's more of a New Year's movie than Die Hard as a Christmas movie, to be honest. Yeah. In my opinion. Oh, fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, although I do think Die Hard, obviously, is more consistent with its Christmas theme because they do have, like... Because it's a Christmas party. Yeah, it's a Christmas party. You have, like, like Christmas The Christmas music. party doesn't go... Uh, doesn't, doesn't get as... Um, shooken up. The whole building doesn't flip See, over. I, it's like a, it's a guy coming into a building quietly, secretly, trying not to get caught, and, you know, delivering presents. So it's, Yeah, that's true. It's a bit like, it's a bit like Santa... Anyway, uh, I hate this whole like thought process. It that it's so boring. This like oh, uh, you oh. know, it's a, it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. What fucking who cares? It's a movie. It's a movie that takes place around Christmas. I like it. I don't. Uh, yeah. If people say if people people would die hard on that, haha, ah. the hill of it being a Christmas movie. I'm like, okay, you're cool. weird. Cool. You're different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people think that now. It's not cool anymore. Yeah. We, we had this argument 15 years ago. You know what else is cool? Bacon and mustache. And yeah. <laughs> it does. You know what? It does feel like that same era. It yeah. truly does. What a trash fire. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Epic. Epic movie. Epic. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, epic win. Uh, poggers. No, that's No, new. that's too recent. So... Uh, this takes place around Chris or New Year's. What is it? What, what is the? It's literally on New Year's Eve. What is the year? 19? Oh, they don't say. Oh, okay, they it could be say. any year. They don't say. I'm imagining it feels like the same year this movie came out, which was 1974. 1972. It's Okay, yeah. so around that same time, I feel like it's around then. Okay. Yeah. Um, dude, this movie is fucking awesome. <laughs> This movie slapped so hard. Hot damn. I, I was very surprised because I was like, it's an old movie. It's one of those old like disaster movies, too. Yeah, so where sure it's going to be like, like yeah, um, like Volcano or whatever. Right. Or, like, or, or the Tyreg Inferno, yeah. you know, but it's, or Earthquake. But it's like, these people look like these, they really just throw these actors into like insanely dangerous situations. Yeah. Like obviously dangerous. And they look 
dirty and sweaty and scared and wet. Miserable, yeah. And I'm just like, wow, this is fucking cool. And like, I, I, I wrote this in the, my notes too. I didn't write very many notes because the script is very... It's like, just set it's piece after just set piece. Sort right. of thing, That's yeah. all it is. It's just set piece after set piece. But the set pieces are very Ooh. well done. Ooh. Oh, They put some money into this they movie, baby. They really do. It's really cool looking. It's because I was like, obviously these are all on sets, but like they had to be underwater. They had to light up a certain way. Yeah. They had to make sure obviously the actors weren't going to get hurt. But like, yeah, these sets are really good. And also, like, most of the movie takes place in the ship un- upside down. Yeah, it's a cool, like, that's the thing. The design sets upside down. And you yeah. have to think about, like, oh, if this actually did flip over. Could actors, like, crawl yeah. on this, you know? Uh, yeah, it was, I I agree with you. This movie's good. I was very surprised. It's a good-ass movie. Also, great like uh cast you got oh ernest yeah borgnine or ernest borgnine you got uh gene hackman you got auntie rue you got auntie rue in there yes auntie Auntie Rue, Rue. shelly winters uh you also have uh leslie nielsen oh he's not my half of the movie no he's not oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's not oh no he's a big part of my half though oh no until he's not roddy mcdowell Oh, yeah, Roddy McDowell's in it. I love Roddy McDowell. Wait, who do you play again? Who was the guy? The one British guy. Oh, yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and uh, Charlie's, uncle, Charlie's grandpa from Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Oh, my God. <laughs> I knew I recognized him, but I didn't know who he was from. Yeah, it, it was, was Charlie's grandpa. Yeah. This is a stacked-ass cast. This is like, an incredible cast. It's, it's really good. And, and then, like... Honestly, like, Gene Hackman and Ernest Borgnine just constantly butting heads. Oh, all the time. Ernest Borgnine, he just looks like a fucking, like... Dude, I never want to hang out with that guy. heavy trucker. Like, he's he is, got, but he's just... He's, he's supposed to be a cop. Oh, is he? Okay. I, I don't know. know. I thought he was a trucker. No, no, no. Like he was. He okay. looks like, well, yeah, he kind of, everyone kind of blends into yeah, just whatever true. they have on. Right, right, right. At that moment. But he's a um, cop. He's, he was, I don't know if he still is a cop, but he was a cop. So okay. I'm like, yeah, he looks like a cop from like New York or something. He's got a, a, a pretty wife too, right? Yeah, he's got a wife who's a very interesting backstory. What's her backstory? So that's the thing that's interesting is I, I kind of love about this and talking to you about it is they set up all the stakes of like the characters inner lives and like what's kind of going on with them. And like, you know, a little, just a little bit about like, Oh, they're having like marriage trouble or blah, blah, blah. And like, it does probably fester into the relationship with other people, but you don't need to know that after the end. Like you see how little any of those like bickering and any of that stuff matters. Starts to fall away. As soon as something like absolutely insane happens where the world is turned upside down. Like Uh that stuff doesn't matter. Hey, the the, the, the ship is turned upside down. Yeah. I only really got a couple of things. Like I know that Gene Hackman's a preacher. Mm -hmm. I know that there's like two siblings, like a girl and a little boy. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, I didn't realize this until literally the very end of the movie, but Ernest Borgnine is married to some blonde lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it, I think. Like, you that's the, all I know. The Jewish couple there. There's a Jewish couple. A Jewish yeah, couple. yeah. Oh, God. What are their names? Uh, uh, it was Auntie Rue. Auntie Rue. Uh, uh, Mr. Uncle. and Mrs. Rosen. That's it. Yeah. Um, who else is there? You got the. It, the I, you got a British guy played by Roddy McDowell. What's his name? Voison? Oh, I, I don't know any down. of your names. Uh, I only know that by what they did in he, the movie. Is he Irish? Is he? Like he's Irish. Maybe I'm, I got his accent mixed up. Akers, <laughs> that's his name. Oh yeah, Irish born, aspiring. Okay, so no, yeah. Well, he was no, he was in England though. He was he was born in England. <laughs> yeah, but he met him who lived in Ireland. I don't know. He had an accent that sounded Irish to me. Okay, well maybe he was like, a f- maybe because whatever I've seen him, he's had a British accent. People maybe he changed his accent. And that's true. He's a good actor. I love Roddy McDowell. He's one <laughs> yeah. of my favorite actors. He's a good actor. Uh, right. So he's there. What does he do? He just works there. Right? He's one of the few people who's a staff. I think he's one. He's on the staff. And then there's another um, guy that's a staff man, right? Is there? Isn't there? I don't think. There's one guy that's always hanging out with some lady. Uh, oh yes, he is staff. You're right. There's. Yeah. Oh wait. 
Or is yes, he? you're right. No, he is staff. He is like waiter staff. Waiter, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know what he does except for that. He just like hangs out with his lady the whole movie. The lady. And Seems was... like there's like a whole will there, won't they, between yes, the two of them? Yes, there is. Because he, ha- he has the, the hots for her. Yeah. And then her brother dies? Yeah, her brother dies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. I, I kept mixing up the ladies, too, because I was like, there's two younger women. One who is. Uh... One's like a child, though. She's like a, like probably like 16 or 17 or something. Yeah, but like there's another one that's like that old too, right? No. No? Okay. Maybe she just looks really young. What, his wife? The No, there's the wife. That there's the one Oh, the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She she is young, but I don't she's like probably Everyone just looks like dirty, that. so everyone like <laughs> looks true. It's like, hard to, it's hard to it tell really people. It's apart. like you've got right. <laughs> Ernest Borgnine died and looks exactly like every other guy that's dirty and wet in this. I mean, ship. he's a bit thicker. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a stocky man. He's a stocky guy. But yeah, like uh I don't know. I just kept like <coughs> mixing up a lot of the cast. Mostly the l- l- young ladies. The ladies, they're big. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was pretty clear who was Gene Hackman, who was Ernest Borgnine. There's died. a lot of white people. Yeah, let's, there is. let's be honest. There's a yeah, lot of white people fair. on here. That's fair. Um Yeah. I actually only saw like one person of color in the background. Oh, of course. And I was like, oh man. <laughs> you know what my biggest problem with the movie is? What? It should have been called The Poseidon Disaster. I was thinking that too. <laughs> like, this is not an adventure. This, this is sucks. hardly an adventure. This sucks ass. It's an adventure through the ship called Poseidon, I guess, but it really should just be called The Poseidon Disaster. Yeah. Because it's like, like a disaster occurred on the Poseidon and they need to get out of it. Maybe it's because there's so many other disaster movies they want to like separate themselves more. I guess. I don't know. Or maybe it's like, what a shock. You thought they were going to go on this fun adventure on the Poseidon, but really. Really? I feel no because no, they literally that's not a no because the movie opens like this. The movie says New Year's Eve, the SS Poseidon, en route to New York to Athens on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. met with disaster and was lost, and there was only a handful of survivors. This oh story. shit! They just straight up say what it is. I like that though because you're, yeah. the whole time you're like, okay, so how much is a handful? Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I was like, I had no idea how many people are in there because this is like, it's weird seeing a cruise ship. And I was like, man, cruise ships are crazy big. Yeah. I always forget how big they are because I've never been on one. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, they're very this is ridiculous. Big. Yeah. Um, and we start off and we're introduced to the captain who, or no, uh, mechanic underneath. Okay. Who says there's like not enough ballast or something. Okay. And that's nautical shit. I don't know what it means. But <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds bad and he seems upset. Uh-huh. And uh, there's this guy named Mark. Marcos or something who is there and um, he's like I blame that Marcos guy and he's talking to the captain who's played by Leslie Nielsen oh okay which oh man I could see why he's cast as like captain like when he's fucking on his game you know I feel you like you take it very seriously he takes it very seriously and I think for us we just know him from like <laughs> Naked Gun and yeah, Airplane yeah like all the goofy all the goofy stuff he is but yeah, like he did not start out that way no. at all no, he not was at a all. very serious actor and I'm like man this guy's got a great voice I didn't recognize him for a little bit and that's like, why he was second. cast in like Airplane and uh, and Naked Gun is because he could play so straight and so was straight known as like a dramatic actor so mm-hmm. when they cast him they were just like just do that he's like okay and he <laughs> kills it kills it um <laughs> Um, uh, but here he is just a straight up guy. <laughs> yeah, he's straight up a captain. Yeah, he's taking very. Seriously. And there's like a kid that shows up when it's raining, mm-hmm. and he's like, "What are you doing in this? It's like pouring rain." And the kid's like, "Oh, um, you told me to come up and you'd give me a free visit of the the captain's corridor." He's like, "Uh, well, let's do that later." <laughs> so I'm learning that like, oh, this is a passenger cruise line, mm. and there's someone going around um, checking on all the different passengers because they're getting seasick because the waves are so rocky. Right. And you're thinking, like, oh, shit, they're just going to get caught in a storm and flip over. 
And uh, so they visit like Ernest Borgnine's wife, and Ernest Borgnine is an asshole, basically. Yeah, he's a cop. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, why don't you check on her more? You just came in here and gave her seasickness pills. They're like, it's probably seasickness, sir. And he's like, you didn't even look at her. It's like, and you know, she's like, it's fine, it's okay. He's like, how is she supposed to take pills if she can't keep food down? And the nurse is like, well, they're also could be used as suppositories. And uh, <laughs> he's like, what the heck is that? And then the nurse is like, uh, and then the lady's like, I know what suppositories are. It's fine. And they leave. And I'm like, man, he's a dummy. Yeah. And then we're just to the couple, um, the man couple. and the lady who are going to Israel. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing on the trip. Oh, the Rosen. Out. Mr. Yeah. And Mrs. Rosen. Okay. Yeah. The Jewish couple. Yeah. And she's like hitting a flag of Israel. And I'm like, that's interesting. Cause I feel like Israel maybe just got started around this time too. <laughs> it's brand new. I don't um, know enough about, I don't know enough place. about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I know right it's a newer wrong. nation. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so then we got these two pastors are talking to each other. Yeah. And they're talking about how to like properly worship God and uh, one of them is oh, the, the main guy, Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, and then we got another older pastor. And Gene Hackman is like he gets like he's a cool pastor. He's a cool pastor. He gets banned from like certain parts, and like he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah, he gets sent to um, he's, he's, he's being sent chicks. to Africa. Oh yeah, he's being sent to Africa. To, he's like, fine, it's freedom, you know. Mm-hmm. I still have a following, even though I say controversial things. And <laughs> the guy's like, okay, like cool. gays. <laughs> yeah, he's basically like that. Yeah. Um, Sex, awesome. protection, <laughs> protection. And we got Mr. L- uh, Lankos, and uh-huh. he's basically demanding like, "Hey, we got to make the ship go faster, the Captain." And the Captain's like, mm, "Surely mm. you can't be serious." Yeah. <laughs> he says, "Hell no, we can't do that." Uh huh. Um, because we don't have enough ballast. Like we're still trying to dump it off or Stop whatever. Stop saying the word ballast. I know. They're trying to get like more. I, I, what I think it is is I think they took on some water under okay. the deck or whatever, yeah. and they need more, so they could they need to pump that out before they can go like faster or anything. Right. So they're gonna go take a slower speed so they can get rid of stuff. Is what I learned ish. Okay. I could be 100 wrong, but that's the basic. Just so it doesn't matter. Right. Things we don't know about. Things we don't know about Israel. Seems like things are being bad. <laughs> <laughs> the nation of Israel. What yeah. was for? <laughs> but we're still gonna talk about it because that's sure. what we do on this that's podcast. That's what the name of the movie is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the name of the movie is the country of Israel. The country of Israel and ballast. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Langos is like, no. We're losing money on this ship. Mm-hmm. This is apparently an old ship too. Like it's like literally like the last voyage is basically going on. So it's not it's not new. It doesn't have new technology in it. Okay. And you're like, we're three days late. We're losing money every time we're having people at the edge there, like waiting for the ship to dock. We're losing money. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not gonna do it and put the safety of our passengers at risk. He's like, dude, I'll fire you. There's three <laughs> people on here who could do your job for you. Uh-huh. And he's like, Fine, we'll do it. So they push it full steam ahead. Sweet. Um so we learned that the kid has a sister who are trying to get to their mom and dad, mm-hmm. um, and the kid is a, a little sh- little dirt bag, but he knows a lot about knows a lot and has a lot of interest in ship dinosaurs. Stuff. Oh, okay. no <laughs> ships and how they work. So he's like reading facts and like annoying his sister. I mean, like, did you know this has more horses in it than Napoleon used to win the war or something like that? And it's like, okay. shut up. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> shut up. I'm brushing my hair or whatever. <laughs> um, so then they go to church and. Uh, I guess the pa- that new pastor, yeah. Gene Hackman, is giving a uh, sermon. On the boat? He's giving a sermon on the boat. This is I've the heard 70s. of the sermon on the boat. <laughs> I've never heard of a sermon on a boat. Yes. <laughs> I got Ethan. <laughs> and he's like, we'll break these ballasts together. Break them in half. Oh, no, we're sinking. Yeah, there's enough ballast here for everybody. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but he has a very interesting sermon about basically like, 
don't pray to God to solve your problems. Like, pray to the God within yourself. And, like, you actually have to do things. You right. can't just, like, rely on God to do everything. You have to, like, fight for yourself. He's like, God loves fighters. Right. And um, then we got... God helps those who help themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, Ernst Borgnine's, like, really freaked out. Cause he's like, oh, man, we got invited to the captain's table. But his wife doesn't want to go. Because apparently his wife was a sex worker back in the day. Oh. And she's like, I don't want to get recognized. He's like, I don't care if you get recognized. It's not about you, Ernest. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, he, yeah, she's worried about him, though. She's like, don't you care? And he's like, no. And, uh, yeah. And, and Does she get recognized? It's basically, oh, then she says, like, there's a guy on there that looks very familiar. Like, mm. one of the crewmen, I recognize him a lot. And he's like, you weren't even on the streets that long. No. And she's like, well, you know, it took me, like, uh... It doesn't matter. Like, I still recognize that I'm scared. He's like, whatever. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't have married you if I cared. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like, I arrested you six times beforehand before you married me. Cool. I'm like, okay. We rela- love this guy. Weird relationship. Yeah. Well, weird, you know, look up uh, cops and their uh, relationships with <laughs> oh, their partners. Yeah, that's a good Google that's, it. That's See fun, what it's like. It's a fun statistic to look up. Yeah. <laughs> the Poseidon Adventure lines up. <laughs> so now it's um, New Year's party. Woo! Um, drop the ball. We got. Uh, oh, by Would the you way. ever go on a New Year's party on a on a ship? Yeah, it'd be kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, you don't have to watch this movie, huh? Yeah, I'm sure watch this movie. It's <laughs> like this is a fake movie. This isn't real. That's this true. is it's fiction. It's a work a of fiction. Thing. Yeah. But what um, if you get on there like and ta- you're like, oh god, there's a cop. There's a preacher. <laughs> there's a sex worker. I recognize. <laughs> what am I gonna do? <laughs> I recognize. Do, do, Lindsay, I think I recognize that lady. <laughs> From what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. I like her videos. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so there's this guy named Mr. Martin as well. Uh-huh. Um, he likes to run a lot. He's single. Um, mm. I, feel, I, I bet he'll live. I think he does. Who is he? Um, maybe he doesn't. <laughs> No, I don't. You know what? Maybe he doesn't. No, <laughs> I don't think he does. I'm thinking, no, I don't think I'm going through I'm the Rolodex in my he's, head. He's got red hair, kind of. He's got a nose, like many people do. He wait, is he hot? No. Okay. Really. No, I think he does live then. He's the. Isn't he the waiter? He looks. That's the thing. They look kind of the same. Oh no! They look about the same as the I'll waiter. Look it up. You say Mr. Martin. The waiter has an accent, though, right? Doesn't he? No, waiter does not have an accent. Okay, maybe it is him then. Maybe okay. the waiter dies then, <laughs> oh, and no. he's just a nice guy. I'll look it up. Oh, this yes. guy is not ha- hot looking at all. Like he was talking to that that lady the whole time. I'm like, dude, out of her, out of your league. Red buttons. This is the the actor's name. Uh, yeah, James Martin. Yes, it is Ray. That's it. Red, red buttons. Yeah. Also, red buttons. What a name. What I was seeing name. this cast and I was like, oh yeah, Ernest Borgnine, um, all these other names, and fucking red buttons shows up. I'm like, who the hell is red buttons? This guy. Yeah, I think so. I showed him a picture of the man, and he still doesn't know. Who they look pretty similar to the waiter guy that was kind of like hitting on her. All but right. apparently, but you made it sound like he works there. I thought he did because look at how he's dressed. He's just oh well, it's fucking New Year's party. He's gonna dress like fancy. He's dressed like a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've I've done that. I went to fancy places and actually dressed. Like really? Like look, for those who don't know, he's wearing like a ruffled shirt with a big ass black bow tie. Like, you know, maybe I'm getting mixed up. Anyway, anyway, doesn't matter too much. All right. Oopsies. My <laughs> Oopsie bad. Daisies. Um anyway. Uh-huh. It's New Year's party. Everyone's happy. Okay. Um Captain gets up there and he's like enjoying his time at the table with everyone. Hmm. And he gets a call. And then he goes up and he's like, What's going on? And they're like, apparently there's a big earthquake named or near Crate. And it was like a seven point two earthquake. Okay. And like, oh shit. So they're like, keep, all right, we're like batting down everything, like get ready. 
and we see like all the people they're celebrating, like all of our favorite people are there. The sister's kind of like looking at the, at um the pastor, kind of like with eyes. Like, I, it, it's pretty clear that she's got the hot. She's got the hot for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this guy, I just looked up another photo. That's that's apparently the guy I thought was the waiter. That's red buttons. Okay. I look. I'm showing him another photo of a man not dressed the way he was dressed the entire. I'm pretty of sure the movie. that's Mr. Martin. Yes, that's the okay. guy. Yeah, so he's the dude that throughout the rest of the movie is hidden on the blonde lady. Okay, got yeah, it. Okay. okay, that's interesting because I actually kind of was like, hmm, he kind of has some gay vibes to him <laughs> a little bit. You're just saying that because he's wearing an ascot. That no, photo. I'm saying it because he's just like I'm alone. I'm like 45. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm taking. I'm into like really into running and taking pills and running fast. And I don't know. All things gay people love <laughs> taking pills Look, and I'm running just... fast. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the gays are like Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the gays love running fast and eating chili dogs. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, I don't know. Uh, but like I don't know, he he had that kind of like he, he had a uh, He looked like a lifetime like a long time bachelor type. Yes. Guy, and it's just yeah. like you're in the seventies, it's not, you know. Yeah. Some people were very closeted back then. That's true, know. that's true, that's true. And I guess not. <laughs> or maybe he's just very lonely and it's just like he's she's just very pretty. lonely she's never found the right person I guess that could be true yeah anyway um, so it's now it's about ready to hit midnight boom midnight happy mm. new year's everyone celebrates they sing old lang syne the whole thing everyone in the ballroom is celebrating it's a massive party and yeah. then there's a juxtaposition of just the captain who's just sitting there just trying to keep everyone safe solemn yeah. and he's just like looking and he's like trying to work with people like okay we gotta monitor if we see anything on the shoreline like check the lookouts and everything, and while he's giving orders, he turns to someone and is like, oh, by the way, Happy New Year. Oh, and as he's going, I like, really like that moment of just showing how like everyone's partying, and then everyone's like, oh, he's yeah. He's taking guess, his job very seriously. Yeah, just like, I'm taking it seriously, yeah. and, but I still have a little time to be like, Happy New Year, everyone, but we got important shit to do. <laughs> and then they get a report from Lookout that an enormous wave of water is coming towards them, oh, unlike shit. anything they've ever seen. And they all look, and they go, oh, shit. And they're like, <laughs> quickly, turn it. Turn the boat. And they make a hard turn, and they sound the alarm, and then Boom, the wave hits them. The oh, wave no. hits them. And you see everything flip over and the New Year's people party. The New Year's this is the New Year's party scene is insane. It's crazy <laughs> looking because they have this whole ballroom just start turning. I mean, it's a lot of close shots. It's not like super far away and, right. and doing it. But still, it's like people are turning, they're falling. Um shit's falling over. Shit's falling over. Some guy's like falling to the side and then the piano falls to the side and like Guts him. Well, pretty much sticks him. Yeah. And, you know, that guy's dead. Hot damn. Um, and it's just chaos. Like, things are falling. Um, what's interesting, though, is because they're on a ship, like, certain things are bolted. Right. So, they're, like, people, like, hanging on the tables upstairs and dropping down. One of them drops and lands on the on the um, glass ceiling and Holy dies. Holy shit. It's crazy. Like, that is a crazy stunt. Um, nuts. Especially for the time. Oh, yeah. That's all I was thinking the whole movie was, like, this is before CGI. Yeah, they did like, all this practically. There was yeah, no, they had to get is... just, like, stunt doubles and shit. That's you know? crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, people, it's, it's it's chaotic. It's chaos. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, most of our, obviously, the characters we introduced before live. Right. Um. But how many of them are going to die? I know, right? That's now, question. I feel like that doesn't answer too much of my half. That's yeah, your half to know. Exactly. Um. One sailor is like telling people to go to lifeboat station and then dies oh. uh, before then. Um, the sister is stuck up on one of the tables after kind of all the chaos stops and they're mm. all kind of like just kind of regrouping. She's stuck up on the tables and starts crying for help. Mm. And the pastor's like, oh shit. 
and they grab like a bunch of tablecloths and like stretch them out. And so Ooh. she has to like jump from there and she doesn't want to, but she does it and she lives. She lives. And then as soon as they do it, they're like, oh, okay, a little bit of happiness. And then the giant Christmas tree just falls over. And this <laughs> oh, giant shit. thing of metal. It's massive. It's probably, I don't know, 20 feet tall. No, it's got to be taller than that. It's like 30, 40 feet tall. Jesus. It's massive. Because um, this is like a huge ballroom. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to imagine that like. It's like a gymnasium. It's at least like four stories tall, like from the ceiling to the thing. So people are falling like pretty far. Oh my God. Fall. Most people slid because it was kind of a slow rollover. Right. That'd but be a some fun people, slide. Eh, except the fact that a piano could come down and crush you. <laughs> that is Things true. are falling on you. Just avoid um, the big piano, yeah. So the preacher realizes that like, oh man, what we have to do, we have to do something different. Like, mm-hmm. Some of the staff is saying, one guy from the staff is like, we need to stay here, wait for help. We're fine. Everything's sealed. Like this is, we should be fine. Water's not going to come in. We just need to wait for people to get help. And the preacher's like, mm, well, we're upside down now. So if that's the case, uh, we got to start going up. And there is the guy who's up there. He has the injured leg, Acres, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, he is stuck up top where the linen closet is. Mm-hmm. It seems like a linen closet anywhere, at least where the linens are okay. to like get them cleaned. Is it a closet? I guess it's bigger than a closet. Okay, it's a linen room. It's a linen room, yeah. yeah. I always call them closets, though. <laughs> like, if it's bigger, whatever, it's a linen store there. What's the difference between a closet and a room? Is it just the size of it? I feel a like walk-in a- closet mm-hmm. is a room. That's true. Walk-in closet at some point. I think it's just the sense what's stored in it. Oh, I see. Okay. Like a room. Mm. No, because there's like closets that have like the cleaning closet. Right, right, right. Maybe it's like a storage thing. Like, if you're supposed to like hang out there, it's a room. Right. Uh, if you're, you're not supposed to hang out in a, in a, in a walk-in closet. No, you're right. not supposed to. You're supposed to get your things and go. It's just big. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, I guess, yeah, closets are basically just storage rooms. Yeah. So there you go. We figured yeah, it out. This is a closet then. There you it's go. It's just very big. We got, we did it, guys. Guys, we happy new out. year. We solved the Poseidon adventure. Yeah. <laughs> we solved it, folks. The Poseidon riddle. The Poseidon riddle. <laughs> that tricky god. Yeah. Always giving us creepy riddles. <laughs> It's like everything about the god Poseidon is he's him and his little riddles. Yeah, he yeah. guys sitting there with his trident and he's like, question me this. When does a room become a closet? Hmm? <laughs> Zeus couldn't answer this, that <laughs> asshole. <laughs> um, so then they're like, okay, the preacher realizes we got to climb out of here. Yeah. And what we could do is we could move the tree, Christmas tree over there and climb up that and make it go. Mm. And... Everyone's like, including Mr. Ernest Borgnine, is like, no, we should stay put. Like, this is stupid. But they move it up anyway, mm-hmm. and they tie it to the linen closet, like, or tie it to some linens to secure it. And they're like, okay, well, let's try doing this. So the boy goes first. It's scary looking, but he makes it. Um, and then they all start starting going up one by one once they realize he's safe. Sister goes and keeps going. Right. Um, and then the reverend has to, like, try to convince more people that, like, hey, man. Like nobody's we, gonna come save no us. No one's gonna come save us. We gotta start like doing things. God ourselves. likes to do <laughs> people who do stuff. Yeah, exactly. Not just wait around. And um they talk to he has to convince like the Jewish lady and she's like, I'm gonna die here because like fat ladies don't climb up trees like that. Like that's crazy. I feel so bad for her. I know. She's just absolutely does not want anything to do with this. And like, like the movie's so mean to her. Like there's oh, really? so many fucking fat jokes in the movie. All oh, really? directed at her. Yeah. And it's so fucking I mean, she lame. Makes it, I think like she makes it for herself, so I was okay with those because she's just like, I can't do this. You I, know? I guess that's the difference between just like knowing your own ability and yeah. then other people going like, oh, you're going to get stuck. You know, yeah. like that happens a lot in my head. I, uh, I bet Ernest Borgnine makes most of them. No, but his wife does. 
Interesting. His wife makes most of the jokes for him. Worse. Yeah, yeah. Worse in some ways. I guess they both make jokes, but it's it's most of them come from the wife. I could, I like, could see that. This is fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for her. Poor Auntie Rue. Poor Auntie Rue. Yeah. So, uh, da, 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 da. okay. So she eventually gets convinced to go up there. Mm-hmm. She gets stuck, but she, you know, the pastor helps her through. And uh, we see the lady in the band who was introduced earlier. I didn't mention her because it's just like she dies. I think probably right. Um, no, no, she's alive. She's she alive. Lives, yeah. And then, but her brother's dead. Oh who yeah, was in the okay. band. Okay. Honestly, I thought they were a couple because <laughs> they like breaking eyes at each other. And I'm like, they probably banging, right? And yeah. It's like, no, they didn't. It's like bang. the Osmonds. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but she's sad. And then fucking Mr. Martin comes up and is like, "Hey, uh, come with me." Mm-hmm. He's like, "She's like, but I can't leave my brother." He's like, "Your your brother's dead. Uh, we need to go." Right. So she's like, "All right, I'll go with you." Um, and then the the pastor talks to the old pastor now and is like, "Hey, like, what do you think of my sermon?" Because the pastor looks like he's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. He's like, "It's a good sermon, but you only speak for the strong." Oh yeah. And he's like. Uh, maybe I did, but uh, why are you staying? Like, you don't have to stay. And he's like, no, I have, I have to stay here because everyone down here is just too weak to go with you guys. They're just too broken hearts and spirited or whatever, and they just kind of want to sit here. And he's like, I suspect we'll die down here. Shit. But I have to stay with them, even though I think it was probably a better idea to go with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that's 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 some real shit That's right some there. real shit. Yeah. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to try one last time. And he... the pastor's like listen the new pastor is like uh gene hackman gene hackman i keep forgetting his name for some reason gene (laughs) hackman you got this gene hackman is like hey listen everyone above us who was above us originally is now upside down and dead they're absolutely dead there's no way they're alive we have to keep moving up help's not gonna come and everyone's like boo get out of here and i'm like there's like some like religious yeah symbolism going on here a little bit about like don't listen to the new ways you got to stick with the old ways of tradition mm-hmm. and but, the, but the old ways also end up you end up dying yeah well it's also interesting because you have the two pastors right one that's radical and does like new things and you also have the old school pastor right. who is i guess more like you know the old old um Old, uh, Old Testament style. And right. You got New Testament style guy over here trying to be like, come on with me. Oh, you're all dead. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't, he, he doesn't convince anyone. No one, Nobody no one cares. They're just like, we'll just stay here. Yeah. So he climbs like, fine. He climbs up and um, he's like, all right, well, it's time to go. And he sees everyone who decided to go with him. And he's like, well, let's, let's see what happens. I kind of like this too, right? Because <laughs> you're just like, yeah, the 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 weak are gonna stay here. The stronger come with you. But like, look at the strong. You've got like a a, a a woman who admits even to other people that she's like overweight. Yeah, you have children, kids. You know, you have like and uh, those people are old too. Yeah, like, you got old people. people. You got old Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Like you've got you've got a bunch of misfits here too. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not just the strong that's coming. With exactly. It. Yeah, it's not just it's just people who need it. You know, who want to survive? Want to survive? Have yeah, that drive he's listening them. to him. Like, I, I guess strength I, comes in different ways, right? No, that's true. But I guess if if you were to if you were to say like who's the strongest amongst them, it would obviously be Gene Hackman. Yeah, you know? he's fit. Yeah, exactly. He's Ish. fit and he's fucking hot. He's fucking hot, bro. Hot pastor. There were sometimes when I saw him, I'm like you look a lot like a uh, uh, John C. Riley. He does. <laughs> it's the haircut, I think. It's, it's the, the haircut. Hair. Yeah, I was just like, man, imagine John C. Riley in this movie. I feel like <laughs> he could pull it. Great. I feel like he could pull it off. Yeah, probably. I think this would be great though. Anyway. Anyway, so, so they're about ready to leave, and then the smokestacks start exploding yeah. underwater, which is a cool effect. Yeah. And um, the whole thing shakes. And then where 
the bottom of the ballroom just explodes. Oof. And like all this water starts pouring in and people just start panicking and they all start trying to climb up the Christmas tree, but they all are not like taking turns. They're all taking too many. Mm. So like the linen that was the little linen that was attached to keep the Christmas tree going starts to like falter and they all fall back. And you just see the Christmas tree fall in this massive ballroom that's just slowly filling up with water. And the the Gene Hackman just looks at it and it's just like, I told you guys like he tried to help them. Like the people who were coming up, but like. The water's filling up. It's like there's no hope for them. They're, they're, then the water's too deep now. They can't push the tree back up. You just hear people screaming, and he's just like has to like shut the door very slowly. Yeah, and it's just like oh, damn. it's kind of like, like shocking. Them. I mean, I guess it's like the '70s, early '70s, but like this movie's very like cynical a little bit. It can be in some like, ways. It's got a very dark like viewpoint of like 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 the world and life and know? i also think this is like a lot of like christian overtones too of like i tried to offer you salvation but you rejected it yeah blah 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 and now oh shit it's, it's too late now buddy you can't yeah. do it and you panic yeah you know sort of vibes like that is what i was thinking that's fair um i mean this whole thing could probably even be seen as like a baptism yeah too yeah yeah, yeah like very literal a very a very like a traumatic baptism very, just yeah. like under the water it's like that. Way too it's long. like that thing where they dip the baby in the water. <laughs> multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that old gif. <laughs> anyway, show me the water. <laughs> show me where's the money, Lebowski? Where's the money, with Lebowski? Yeah. <laughs> show me the water, Lebowski. Show me the water, Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Anyway, yeah. So I can I see speak that. Though. Perfect English. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's yeah. just something that really popped out to me. I felt like maybe because it was two pastors. I'm like two pastors on a cruise ship. What's going on? It is. And also, I was thinking, I'm like, is this long enough where, like, air travel was, like, not available? It's like, no, air travel existed, and people yeah. did that. And actually, I think this was Ernest Borgnine's wife I was like, we could have traveled by airplane to this, but for some reason we chose, I'll never know why we chose a This a was a pleasure liner. choice. It yeah. was like, yeah, like, if you're on a plane, you're going to get there immediately, but they want the to party hang out. between the two places, you know? Yeah, it definitely did seem like a pleasure trip. Sort yeah, of yeah. Um... So they continue on. They get to a, a fire door, and, and uh, Gene Hackman just checks it and argues with uh, Ernest Borgnine. It's a water door like, now. <laughs> no, it's still on fire. They, oh. It closes automatically because it's uh, the inside's on fire, so it doesn't spread. And they're like, well, it should be suffocated then, right? So he looks, and like most of the fire is still there. Mm-hmm. And he comes back out fine, and it's like, okay, I think we can make it through here. And do you know where the engine room is? And the kid's like, I know where the engine room is because I've been paying attention. <laughs> the other staff guy... Uh, you think that kid's there? Doesn't really, yeah, he doesn't really know. He's like, I don't really work down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, okay, well, we'll try making it through here. And they pass through, like, like, don't look. There's a bunch of dead bodies, and like, they see like people's just faces all burnt up as they die alive and yeah. suffocate. And it's just like, oh my god. Um, and then they get to a staircase, and they need help from Acres because he's the staff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they make a little rope for him, and they try to get him, or they throw a um fire extinguisher hose, mm. um, to him. And pull them up, and that's the end of my half. Yes. So, my half of the movie. I didn't bother writing any notes for the story, because it's just... Well, what's stuff that happens? you got some scenes down, right? Or at least no some scenes? Uh, here, let me show you what I wrote. Okay. Why did you write so little? Because <laughs> it's just set pieces. So, like, they're crawling through the doorway. There's a scene where they're doing that, and the, the um, you know, they're, they're trying to pull... Uh, 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 Mrs. Rosen up, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, the kid is like, my dad pulled up a 500 pound uh, of a, a fish, so they could easily pull you up. And I'm like, what a fucking shitty thing to say. Uh, or there's a scene where they're crawling through a, a little portal, and then the little kid is like, hey, I'm sorry that I, 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 it sounded like I called you fat. It didn't mean to call you fat. So I'm like, okay, you're cool. But yeah. Then uh, the the cop's wife is like, 
you're gonna get caught in that fucking portal, fat lady. And then she's like, you're all so mean to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, stop being so mean. I mean, to at, least they acknowledge- at least uh, you made it sound like the movie didn't acknowledge that. But the it sounds only like one they- that does is the little kid. Okay. Uh, but I'll tell you what happens to Mrs. Rosen coming up oh, here. Oh, no. Uh, so, right. And so they're, they're crawled through. I will say it's really cool because, like, the water just keeps coming. And again, like, this is like. Yeah, because you basically start a timer as soon as that thing exploded. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And more explosions start happening. So, like, they're crawling up a stairway and an explosion happens. And uh, Ernest Borgnine and Roddy McDowell fall into the water and Roddy dies. Oh, no. And then, Roddy, and then, and then Ernest climbs up. And then later on, uh, Gene Hackman's not there because he's helping people, like, cross this, like, little, like, section. And he's like, Ernest Borgnine, I told you to keep Roddy McDowell alive. I told you to keep everyone alive. He's like, I fucking tried. But, like, I couldn't. Like, he, an explosion happened. Like, there's nothing I could have done, you know? No. And Gene Hackman's just so fucking hit pissed because that's the first person that's died. Yeah. And he's so like, far he's I okay. promised that we would get to the end of this and everyone would live. Yeah. And I've, I've broken that promise now. So who else do you think dies? Ooh, yeah, I guess at this point it's like who dies who. Okay. Yeah, how many people um, make it to the end? The old uh Charlie Charlie's dad dies. Okay. Or grandpa or whatever. Charlie's grandpa dies. dies. Um I think the lady lives though. Okay. Mrs. Rosen lives. Mrs. Rosen lives. Okay. I think um I think Ernest Borgnine and his wife die. Both of them die. Okay. I think both of them die. Got it. I think the band lady dies. Band lady dies. I think the two kids live. Obviously, the two kids. The have two to kids live. live. Yeah. I think Gene Hackman might sacrifice himself at the end to make people live. Right. That would be a very mm-hmm. like religious right. connotation. That would, that would fit. That would fit my narrative. So you think three built. people live at the end of this? I think. Yeah, I guess so. You think the two kids and who was the other friend? Oh, and, and uh, Mrs. Rosen. Mrs. Rosen. They're the only ones and that Yeah, I guess that's it, right? Oh, Acres. I guess he might live. Yeah. I don't know. Miller. He's got a, busted leg or whatever yeah actually he's probably gonna die <laughs> i take that back then um a band lady's also gonna live okay band lady so four yeah. people live four people live we got two women and two kids well yeah and yeah three yeah three ladies and one little boy uh, this is shot in the dark but we'll see okay. so they they go through all these you know trials and tribulations they finally make it to a section they see a bunch of survivors like oh 30 guys 30 people and they're going a different direction than gene hackman is going because what they're doing is like they're like we need to get to the very top and we need to get yeah, yeah i guess i should explain their plan their plan was to get to the engine yeah they want to get to the engine. the engine and then get to the very top which is now the bottom exactly. or was the bottom Yes. And try to like find a way to break through. That was their that was their plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone else is going a different direction. Okay. And so Ernest Borgnine's like, we need to follow them. Like we need to go that way. And then everyone's like, no. Like Gene Hackman's helped us this whole time. Like he's gotten us this far. Let's go to the engine room. Let's stick to that plan. Mm-hmm. And so Ernest Borgnine's like, all right, I'm gonna. If we don't even know where the engine room is, we don't know if we can access it. So I'm gonna give you like ten minutes. And in ten minutes, if you don't come back, we're gonna get out of here. And 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 Gene Hackman's like, okay. So he's like, I think I know that the engine room is just this way. I'll be right back. And he leaves. And then uh, it takes him too long. And everyone's starting to, like, get nervy and and everyone's about to leave. And then Gene Hackman shows up at the very last second. He's like, I made it to the engine room. I know where it is. It's just just down this way. We can make it. Like, it's just that way. And everyone's like, all right, let's go. But then they're like, where's the little boy? Uh Oh. 
little boy is in the bathrooms. And it's actually pretty funny. This this whole vi- part, he, like, goes to the bathrooms, and all of the toilets are on the ceiling. And so he's just, like, looking up, like, where am I going to go? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. It's pretty great. And so then they, uh, so Gene Hackman goes to save the little boy while Ernest Borgnine brings everybody else to where uh, Gene Hackman said the engine room was. They go, uh, they, they make it just in time, narrowly escape, and then they realize that the the direction that Gene Hackman went earlier is now underwater. And uh, so in order to get to where the engine room is, they have to swim, swim underwater. A little bit. Okay. Uh, and Gene Hackman's like, it's not that far. It's only like, it's only like 30 feet. Like it, we can probably make it. Um, and, uh, and Ernest Burns, I was like, that's fucking stupid. Like we're dumb. Like we should just go back. You know, like this is pointless. This mm-hmm. is useless. They're like, it's underwater. And Gene Hackman's like, here's what I'm going to do. We have some rope. Tie the rope around me. I'm gonna swim, and then I'll yank the rope twice when I get to where I am, where where I need to be, where where the engine room is, and then you can all follow the rope. Okay. Okay. That's the plan. And so they start going. They start going, and then Gina Hackman. But before he leaves, Mrs. Rosen's like, "Hey, wait a minute. I can do this. I used to be a swimmer when oh. I was when I was younger. I was an Olympic swimmer. How long can you hold your breath, Gene Hackman? I can hold mine up to uh, over two minutes." I can make, I can do this. I can get to the end. I can save us all. This is something I can do. And Gene Hamilton's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'll do this. Like, you, okay. should, you shouldn't put yourself through this. So he goes. And then uh, as he's like going through the water, a big heavy hunk of metal lands on him and pins him to the ground under the water. Oh, shit. And they're like, we haven't, the, the, the rope has stopped moving, but we haven't gotten like a signal that he's reached it yet. So Mrs. Rosen's like, I'm going to do this. Uh-huh. So she like, she like jumps in the water she does like a perfect dive <laughs> and then she like swims through and she finds gene hackman saves him reaches the top of the water and like they're they're at the top of the water they're where they need to be and they've stopped and they're breathing heavily and she even sort of like saves gene hackman a little bit by like bringing him over to the side where they can both like breathe and uh-huh. she's like see i'm skinny underwater <laughs> and then she has a heart attack and dies no <laughs> damn i was like cool yeah so you're wrong about mrs rosen she doesn't make it to she the doesn't end make it and damn. i gotta say this was like such a punch in the fucking gut like i hated this i was like god fucking damn it like this woman has been the butt of everyone's jokes the entire fucking movie. She finally does something like useful, which is shitty that like she's only considered a good person when she does a useful thing. But like mm. finally she did a useful thing and then she fucking dies. Yeah. A heart attack. So she fucking dies. And and she before she dies, she's like, give this necklace to my husband. Oh, yes, because they were supposed to give it to their they're going to go see their new kid that they never their seen grand, or grandkid or the grandkids. So yeah. she gives it. She gives the necklace to her husband. And so everyone comes back. The husband is like, I got to stay with my wife for a little bit. Like, you, I'll follow you, but like, just give me a minute. And so they go, and then they realize, like, okay, we just have to cross, like, this, like, stairwell. <laughs> and once it gets to the end of the stairwell, we see a, there's a door that, that leads to the engine room. But the thing is, is literally everything below the stairwell is on fire. Oh. So, like, it's fucking dangerous but they're very close to the engine room and so they're crossing the stairwell crossing the stairwell and then a big explosion happens and it shakes Ernest Borgnine's wife into the fire and she fucking dies mm. and he's like no and he, he, he tries to help her but you see her body among the flames oh my god burning and Ernest is like this is all your fault he says to Gene Hackman okay. he's like if if we didn't fucking listen to you she wouldn't be dead and everyone and everyone's just quiet and I'm just like dude 
you're alive because of Gene Hackman. Yeah, you would have been dead long ago. And I'm like, you're standing right next to your wife. You should have fucking grabbed her when it like started shaking. He's bad at grabbing people when he needs to. Clearly. Like. Uh, so Gene Hackman is upset about all this because it's like now two people have died on his watch. Three people. But yeah, sorry, three people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, three people. Two of them women. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of them British. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so he's very upset. And then this latest explosion has caused a uh like a, a steam leak so now they can't pass through it's too hot it's yeah. too hot and gene ackman is like what do you want from me god i have worked so hard i have done everything how many more fucking souls do you need like he's full-on like he's not renouncing his religion but he's definitely like hardly questioning everything yeah, yeah. he thought before which was like god likes doers and it's like we've done we've done so much you've taken so many from us and for fucking what like how much more do you want and so then he jumps and he grabs onto the thing that's releasing the steam and he's just yanking it. It's like he's like sort of climbing up the the uh, wheel in order to like stop the steam from releasing. Okay. Finally he does it. And this part, it was pretty cool, but they have one shot where it's like you see Gene Hackman from above the waist and he's clearly like standing on something. Oh. <laughs> like his his waist is moving. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay, your waist is moving because you're standing on something. But anyway, so he's holding on to the, the wheel. And finally, the steam has been released, and then he's like, he's like, all right, guys, get out of here, and he lets go, and he falls into the fire and fucking dies. Yep. yep. I, I called that one, you at called least. one. Called one. You called one of them. So, so they, far. So then they reach, um, in, they finally reach the engine room, but they're like, what the fuck do we do now? But I said, no, I called uh, his wife would die. No, you said that he would die, but his wife would live. Oh, yeah, I did change the last minute. <laughs> and you, you were right about Ernest Bordide's wife, though. But That's what were... I meant. Ernest Bordide. Oh, wife I dies. see. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. Ernest Bordide's wife did die, but Ernest Bordide is still alive. Yeah. And so they finally reach the engine room, and they're like, "What do we do now?" <laughs> yeah, we have no leader anymore. <laughs> we don't have a leader, and also, like, how do we get out of here? Because like we're at the bottom of the ship, we're at the bottom yeah. of the boat, you know. And so they start, and then but they start hearing some noise, and they start like hitting it, and then finally they hear knocks back, and then uh some like uh somebody's like cutting through the metal, oh, okay. like with the thing. And then we get th- this is what I really like about the movie, just like really good filmmaking language. Like most shots are wide, mm-hmm. so you see how small everyone is in comparison yeah. to like the enormity of the ship. That's what's so cool about this movie. It really gives you a sense of scale. Yeah, like I was thinking the entire time about like Titanic. Yeah, it's where, hard to not make that comparison. But I'm like, I've I've always been very bored by most of the like water shots in Titanic. Like I think it's because we're so close to everybody, we don't yeah. really get a sense of like how enormous and how how much water is happening. In this, like, you see really, like, how small everyone is compared mm-hmm. to the water. And, like, you really get a sense of how fragile the life is. And they really only save the close-ups for this for, for really heightened emotion moments, including this moment where, as they're waiting for the metal to be cut open, we get close shots of everybody. And everyone just gets a moment where they're just, like, thinking of the people they've lost. We get a really close-up shot of Ernest Borgnine. And you realize not just that, like, his wife is dead, but also the regret of, like, how he's basically treated everyone this entire mm. time. And all of this is just on his face. And you just get everyone else. Everyone else is just, like, going. Like, they're all traumatized. And then, finally, it opens up. And uh, the people are like, who else is there? And they're like, just just us. Just us. Just the six of us. And they're, and they're like, nobody else? And they're like, nobody else. And then they crawl up to the top. And you realize everyone else has died. And it's just the six of them. Damn. Because you're right. Only a handful of people live. Only a handful of people. And so they Same. were the only six people. That so those lived. other 30 people, whatever, whatever they were they going. Were, they they were going the wrong way. 
So Damn. everyone else died. And, That's uh, the one way to do it. So you got Ernest Borgnine, you got the kid, his sister, you've got uh, the singer, you've got the, uh, r- the, the, the Martin, whatever his name is, the guy that I thought was a waiter. Mr. Martin. Mr. Martin. And I don't know who the sixth person is. I'm forgetting somebody. Um, or sport nine. Da, 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 da. Oh, the old man. The old man, right? Old right. Man. Charlie, Charlie's, Charlie's grandpa. Charlie's grandpa. And that's it. And that's the uh, end of the movie. God, a solid amount of people who make it out. Actually, yeah. that's still pretty good. Pretty good. You were you were guessing four. So I you was were guessing about two four. Yeah. Two more. Okay. That's um, good. But yeah, it's it's and it's just so fucking stark because it's like, what is this? Like, I I really like your idea of this being like a very sort of like catholic christian like yeah. religious like allegory but like in the end it's like yeah the guy like sacrifices himself for you know for everybody else but it is like there's this really sort of like quiet hollowness to the end where it's just like god damn man like god didn't even save you gene hackman like yeah. you, you couldn't make it out you were the strongest of all of them you were yeah. one that helping everybody out you still could make it you know everyone else you died just like the other fucking preacher did you know yeah but the other preacher didn't save didn't save for as anyone. many people he didn't save true. anyone yeah he, so, he saved no he saved one. six people yeah yeah he saved six people that were able to get out and be traumatized as they grow exactly. up <laughs> especially those little kids the little kids yeah yeah uh but yeah it's just like this really like like it's bleak. bleak. I mean, it's any very dis- bleak. Any, disease, any disaster movie like that, like yeah. there's only going to be a few people who live, yeah. and everyone else is just going to get tanked. And I think, you know, it's still a big scale of people who die. But I think oh, as yeah. like, I've only seen like disaster movies and that came out in like the last thirty years or something. Yeah, like, like the that. Day after My, tomorrow. Day after tomorrow, twenty twelve, stuff like that, where the yeah. scale is so massive that you don't really get a sense of like, like actual numbers. people that are dying. Yeah. Even like superhero movies nowadays, you know, oh, like yeah, true. I'm just thinking about like, like the Batman Superman, Superman fight when they're yeah. like flying around, like blowing up cities and like skyscrapers Buildings are falling and, and stuff. And it's yeah. like, you don't get a scale of how many people are dying. Like they only get, a, you only get a sense of that. Cause they literally tell you afterwards, like, Oh, Batman was mad. Cause Superman blew up a bunch of stuff in the city. Right. But like this shows you just how much, like all these people are just this long two like what, probably an hour and a half of people, just getting murked and dying yeah, yeah, as yeah. they go through. And you see how many people were there, and then you see how many people weren't there at the yeah. very end. I think it's it sort of reminds me, too, of, like, The Seven Samurai, where mm-hmm. it's, again, I think we in, in that, when we watched that movie for the podcast, it was, like, the whole thing of, like, you know, after a certain number of people, it becomes, it's not people anymore, it's a statistic. Yes. And so you're just sort of seeing our very already small amount of people just whittle down. And then also, as you say, too, at the beginning of the movie, you see how many people are on the ship. And then all the people that die in that like well, little scene is, with the water. Because like, the last shot is literally the bottom of the ship, you get a sense of like how this big the ship is. is such a big fucking ship. And you realize like how small the amount of people that actually lived are, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like there's no other holes at the bottom of the yeah. ship. You know, these the, the people that save them, it's literally like one helicopter's worth of people. You know, that's crazy. They're able to find them. I know. Like, I know. Lucky that they very I guess, lucky. Very lucky on that end. Oh, uh, Cinemasins. Notice the people were there. Well, think about Titanic too. Like you don't even get a sense of how many people died, even though like a bunch of people died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were like a lot more survivors in that yeah. accident, obviously. Yeah, and that, this you know, fictional one. Yeah, well, I mean this real one, you yeah. know. <laughs> obviously people really a lot of people really live from that. You're right. Um, but you just don't get a sense of how many people died. And I think, you know, maybe it is something you need to be so stark and bleak about about yeah. like human lives and 
dying and yeah like or that. else yeah or else the 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 numbers getting racked up just start to become numb to people you mm-hmm. know anyway what when are we recording this 2022 now <laughs> yeah <laughs> what other numbers we got that are racking, <laughs> racking up that just become statistics yeah just become numb to it it's mm-hmm. just yeah it's like the whole i was also thinking that the whole time too but just like everyone's talking about like the because like i think that's at the at the center of it all it's it's this really sort of like bleak feeling of like the you know the the sanctity of life, the importance of life, but also like how fragile it is and how people mm-hmm. will just like fucking die. Like Malcolm McDowell just fucking dies. Like mm-hmm. an explosion happens, he falls in the water and he drowns. Like that's it. That's the end of him, you know? Yeah. Same thing happens with Ernest Borgnine. I, I think they just you know? give you just also this movie has a great sense of like, we're just going to give you just enough exposition on each of these characters to just to get like a little bit about them. Be like, oh, they do have wants and hopes and dreams and, li- and blah blah life blah. Life before this. Life yeah. before this. And it's not just like I'm like I feel like modern day ones like we got two characters and they just argue with each other a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like a man and a woman. The man's like, I've got problems with my life. My wife is mean, whatever. I gotta make this meeting. And then it's yeah. like, oh no, the San Andreas fault's cracked open or whatever. And it's like, okay, cool. We got two characters to care about. But they make you care at least a little bit about each of these characters, at least a little bit. I think what's really clever, too, it's like, you know, you have, because in those movies, it's usually like they're in situations where they're comfortable. Like they're at the home, they're at a house, yes. you know? Like they don't have to perform for other people. And in this case, it's like they're at a New Year's party on a ship full of strangers. So they have to like sort of keep certain point. things close to the chest. You know, they can't really let too much get out. And so it's like you're a guest as well and sort of getting to know these people just on like a very sort of surface level as well. I think that, yeah. I think that works also for your half. Cause you didn't see the first half. So you didn't all. really even get any of their like backstory. Also just, again, it, like if, if the characterization is going to be pretty minimal, you really have to be focusing on the effectiveness of the set pieces yes. and they are very effective. Yeah. The direction very well done. is very well done. Uh, well, do you want to watch the remake of this? I forgot there there is a remake isn't With, there? Yeah, it? Uh, God, who's in it? I think it was uh oh God, what's it? What's his name? Uh, Richard is that his name? Richard Dreyfus, isn't it? Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, I mean, uh, that sounds like a pretty good person to put in charge. Richard <laughs> Dreyfus came out in two thousand five. I remember this coming out. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. but I don't remember seeing it at all. Oh, Adam Baldwin is in it. Okay, this Kurt is Russell. A, definitely a uh, wait. Am I looking at a different one? I, I think you are. I must, there was another one. Oh, I'm watching TV movie. 2006. Oops. It was Richard Dreyfuss, <laughs> Kurt Russell. That's so weird. They made a TV movie, and then a year later, they made... I kind of remember that, now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, I remember was... that happening. Oh, this was just called Poseidon. Yeah, it's just called Poseidon. Poseidon Adventure was a TV movie. Honestly, the name Poseidon Adventure is fucking stupid. It's I hate great. the name of the movie. I don't I hate think the name of the movie either. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they've got they've got this one. So maybe one day we should watch this and see if That'd it's That would be very good. interesting. They still got a kid. Yeah. Um. Oh, got a bunch of people in here. You got Fergie. Fergie. Fergie's in this. Oh, yeah, I didn't this realize very weird. Fergie was in this. But yeah, I mean, I was very surprised by how much I knew yeah, this Fergie's in this. This. Yeah, I was very shocked because, like, I turned it on and it it kind of looked a little cheesy at first, and then once you start getting into the set pieces, you're like, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, this, this is, is good. This is this is a freaking crazy ass movie. Yeah. Um, it won two Academy Awards. I'm trying to find out which ones it won. Well, you look that up. I'll do yeah, the plugs. Some plugs. Hey guys. Do you have any New Year's movies for next year? Because we're running out. Email us at emailtheotherfpodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. And if you want to listen to our previous New Year's episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. I'd recommend last year's, which was the uh, New Year, New You. That was a very good movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please give a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says, even if it is a news report about uh, the uh, handful of people that survived a, a natural disaster on a on a, on a, on a 
on a on a on a cruise liner. Yeah, yeah. This apparently won. Uh, <laughs> this is a weird Oscar. It won. It was nominated for quite a lot. Oh yeah. But it won um, music for song original for the picture, the morning after. Oh. Yeah. Was there a song at the end or something like that? No, but I did at the end see that there was going to be some kind of a um there was going to be some there was some kind of song that was written for this called like the song from the Poseidon Adventure and I was just like what kind of oh, bullshit yeah. is that? Yeah, it's called The Morning After in the Poseidon Adventure. Yeah. And, uh, that, won, like, that won an Oscar. Well, and it won a special achievement award for visual effects. I don't think there's even a visual effects category back then. I think they literally made a spot because there's no other for nominees. This? Oh yeah, just for visual effects because of this. That's weird that they won an award for something that they were the only one in. <laughs> but that's also like this is so impressive that like yeah. you have to literally make an award for it. And it was. It was a yeah. very impressive film. It was also nominated for like art direction, but this was also the same year Cabaret came out. So um, oh yeah, Cabaret, Cabaret kind of just uh, kind of killed it. Yeah, beat out beat him out in cinematography. Yeah, and stuff which I get. It's a different type of movie, but. Also great. Um, yeah. And what's her face? Uh, Shelley Winters was nominated for actress, actress in supporting role. Holy shit! Yeah. Good no. for her, man. Fucking any fucking project you give her, she'll knock it out of the park. We got to see some more of her work. Yeah. She's yeah. great. This, I love her. This was a um. That was a good ass movie. Surprising film. It was a good ass movie. Yeah. Surprising I mean, it's movie. A, it's no wonder they remade it yes. because it's good. Yes. Uh, and I guess the, the original is probably good. Had to be good at some point if they warranted a remake. Yeah. So right? totally. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, if you're Hankering for an event, a disaster movie, which I feel like many people are probably not right now. But no. you know, I mean, we enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. Yeah. It was it was pretty dang good and yeah. holds up. And like all the stuff, all that stuff we're explaining, like you can't, we can't you, paint no. a word picture for no words. Seeing a bunch of people pictures. get murdered in a freaking ballroom as they drown to death. It's fucking nuts. Was a tree collapses on them too. Well, what a great way to start 2020. Two. Yeah. Yeah. With a bang. Ah, good night, everybody. <laughs> Would you guys like to discuss the movies that we talked about on the podcast, recommend movies for future episodes, or maybe even watch movies with us? Check out the Discord. You can find the Discord on the latest episodes or on the website, theotherhalfpodcast.com. We're just hanging out chatting. And while you're there, maybe also check out the section of the Discord, which is specifically for Ethan's uh, streams on Twitch. Uh, you get updates as to when he goes live. Just keep up to date with us, with Ethan, the podcast, and the stream. It's also totally okay if you just want to hang out and talk about the podcast. You could hang out there and maybe we'll see you there and watch a movie or something. Or maybe you're like, wow, these streams are so much better and you just totally ignore the podcast. That's also another option. That could happen. Why not? Why not? (laughs) The Discord is your oyster. Come join us. The Discord is your oyster. Join it.